The Bible says that we are in Christ. What does that mean? Join me today as we look into the perfect word of God to see what it says about this. Hi, welcome to For the Bride of the Lamb podcast with Princess Vivian. Let us ask our Father in heaven to speak to us. Father, thank you for another day. Thank you for your great love for us. Father, we ask you to be with us. Give us your grace, your mercy, your anointing that teaches. Open our hearts and our understanding to grasp exactly what you know that we need right now in our lives. Give us the grace to put them into practice. We ask you of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our topic today is in Him and through Him, as in Ephesians. Ephesians 1.1 says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus. You know, many a times we want to be faithful to the Lord in and of ourselves, in our own strength. We are called to be faithful in Christ. We are the faithful in Christ. Christian life is an upward calling. It's a supernatural life. You cannot live it in your own strength. But in Christ, you have all the things you need to live this life in Him you are more than enough to live this life. Ephesians 1.3 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. We believers have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Apart from Christ, you cannot get these blessings because it's spiritual. They are, they are spiritual. They are not physical. It's only when we are in Christ that we get these blessings. We have divine protection. We have forgiveness of sins. We have redemption, holiness, sanctification. Jesus is our wisdom. We have peace in him. He is our peace. We have all these spiritual blessings only in Him. So, being in Christ is very important. Ephesians 1.4 For He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in His presence. Why? How? When we receive Christ, now we are in Him. His righteousness is imputed to us. And now the Father sees us through Christ. When he looks at us, he's looking at Christ. He has to pass through Christ in order to get to us. And when he looks at Christ, he looks at the perfect son of his. The spotless lamb of God. So he sees us perfect. He chose us in Him 
before the foundation of the world. To be holy and blameless, you are not about to be holy. As long as you have received Christ, you are holy, you are blameless in Christ, not in your actions. You are going to continue to fail in your actions here and there because you are still living in the flesh and in a falling world. But that should not bother you because you are in Christ and to the Father you are perfect and blameless in Christ. You want to be in Christ. You don't want to get out of Him. Ephesians 1, 5-6 He predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ according to the good pleasure of His will to the praise of His glorious grace which He has freely given us in the Beloved One. Hallelujah! He predestined us and somebody will say, you see, God selected those that will go to heaven and now these other people, he wants them to go to hell. That's not what it means. God, being omniscient, knows those that will accept his son. And all those that have decided to accept his son, he predestined them. God will not make you to receive or reject Christ because he respects the free will he gave each and every one. So don't say that God has chosen those that he wants to choose. No, he has not. Actually, he is waiting for more people to come into the kingdom to accept his son. So he has given us his grace freely in Christ. Have you received it? Do you receive it before you do anything that you want to do so that it will go perfectly well? You have free grace in Christ. Receive it and use it every day and your life will be better. Ephesians 1, 7 In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace. So in Christ we have redemption. We have been redeemed from the power of darkness. We have been redeemed from the dominion of darkness and we have been transferred into the kingdom of his dear son who forgave our sins. So we have forgiveness in him. We have redemption in him, only in him, according to the riches of his grace. He abounds in grace. Jesus says, my grace is sufficient for you. Receive that grace every day of your life for anything you want to do. And you will see how it will go smoothly with no hitches from the enemy. Ephesians 1, 9-10 And he has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to bring all things in heaven and on earth together in Christ. To bring all things in heaven and on earth together. Only in Christ 
can all things in heaven and on earth be brought together only in Christ? Jesus is everything to us. Without him, there is no Christianity. There is nothing like relationship with God. Only in him has everything been brought together, only in him. So when you are in him, you have no problem. In him, you are in perfect relationship with Christ, with the Father. In him, you are completely accepted by the Father, valued and cherished. Ephesians 1:11 In him we were also chosen as God's own having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything by the counsel of his will In him we have been chosen as God's own hallelujah we belong to God God is our father we can always go to him because we are in Christ Christ has made a way and Hebrews says that we can now come boldly to the throne of grace to receive mercy and grace in time of need why because we are in Christ we are accepted as the beloved we are in the beloved so the father sees us as his beloved children Ephesians 1:13 and in him having heard and believed the word of truth the gospel of your salvation you were sealed with the promised holy spirit only in Christ can you receive the spirit of God the holy spirit is the gift of God to his children why Christ is the gift of God to the whole world The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus is a gift to the whole world, but the spirit of God is only for the children of God. And the Bible says that you can only be a child of God when you receive Christ. As many as have received him, those that believe in him, he gave the right to become children of God. It's when we receive him that we are now in him and being in him we are sealed with the holy spirit hallelujah when god the father looks down on earth he knows his own because they are sealed with the holy spirit they glow with the holy spirit inside of them so aren't you happy that you are a child of god and the spirit of god is in you You are sealed with him for the day of redemption. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2:4 to 5. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our trespasses. He made us alive with Christ. How? When we received Christ, The spirit of God comes into our lives and renews us and made us new creation in Christ. And now we are alive. Our spirits are alive again because without Christ we were dead. Dead in the spirit, 
the day Adam ate that fruit, Adam and Eve died spiritually. Since then, man was like a walking dead. He was alive in the flesh, but in the spirit was dead. So when Christ came, he changed all that. He died in our place so that anybody that receives him will be given a new heart and a new spirit, as God promised in the book of Joel. So we are made alive in Christ. Hallelujah. You are very much alive in the spirit. Ephesians 2, 6 And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ. Wow. So when Christ was raised, we were all in him, raised together with him. And now that we are in him, we are seated with him, in him. Because we are in him, when he sits, we sit. Where he is, we are. So right now, he is in the heavenly realm. At the right hand of the Father, we are seated with him right there. Why? Because we are in him. So when we know this and believe it, it will change our perspective. When we, we face any challenge and difficulty, we will start to walk from victory and not for victory. Because we have already won in Christ. We are in Him in the heavenly places. We look from heaven down and not from earth upward. We look from that area we are seated with Him down on the problem. Now you are over it and not under it. When you are over it, you are an overcomer. But when you are under it, that means it's crushing you. So, child of God, you are seated with Christ in the heavenly places because you are in Christ. 1 Corinthians 8.6 says, Yet for us there is one God, the Father, from whom are all things, and for whom we exist, and one Lord Jesus Christ, through whom are all things, and through whom we exist. You see, without Christ, there will be no you and I. Everything was made through him because God made everything through his word, by his word. And Jesus is the word of God. The word of God made flesh. When the angel Gabriel came to Mary, after telling her everything, Mary said, I am your handmaid, be it unto me according to your word. And that word took flesh in her. And that word is our Lord Jesus Christ. So without Christ, my friends, there will be no you and I. But thank God, thank God, we were made through him. And when we fell in Adam, he came and saved us. And now we are in him. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1, 7. In order that in the coming ages, he might display the surpassing riches of his grace, demonstrated by his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. God shows us kindness because we are in Christ. Without Christ, we cannot receive all these spiritual blessings that we have been blessed with. It's because that we are in Christ 
that we have been blessed with all these things. So being in Christ is a big deal. It's a good thing to be in Christ. And when you know that in Christ you have these things, it will change how you carry yourself. It will change how you see your challenges. And it will change how you fight the fight of faith that we are told to fight. Ephesians 2.10 For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance as our way of life. So we, we were created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Our good works do not merit us heaven. Jesus merits us heaven. Receiving Jesus into our lives is the passport to heaven. It's our visa to heaven. But having received Christ, God wants us to do good works so that men will see our good works and give glory to our Father in heaven. And they will want to know why we are doing these good works. And by so doing, they will come to God as well. They will come to receive Christ as well. Good works will not merit us heaven. If they will, Jesus wouldn't have come. But good works will merit us rewards when we get there. So keep on doing good works because we have been created in Christ to do them. Actually, the Father prepared us in advance to do these things. That's what he wanted us to do, good works. We can now do them the way God wants us to do them now that we are in Christ. We are empowered. We get all the empowerment to do them. For example, loving your enemy, you cannot do that as a human being in your own human strength. But you will be equipped by the Holy Spirit to do that. And you can only get the Holy Spirit when you are in Christ. Ephesians 2.13 But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ. Hallelujah. Talking about all of us before Christ, we were doing our own thing. You know, following the, the devil wherever he leads us. But now that we have received Christ, we are in him. We who were far away from God have been brought near to God because we are now in Christ. We have been brought near through the blood of Christ that he shed on the cross on our own behalf. So this is good news that someone else died in my place to reconcile me with my Father, with my God, with my Father in heaven. That is good news. Ephesians 2.14 18. For he himself is our peace. For through him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. Jesus Christ himself is our peace. So do you need peace in your life today? Receive the Lord Jesus. He is our peace. Again, it says, For through him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. Who are the both? Gentiles and the Jews. Jesus reconciled the two, made us one new man in Him. 
He reconciled us to the Father. We both now have access to the Father by one spirit. Before, the Jews think that they are the only children of God in the world. But now, the gospel is reaching the Gentiles too. And they are coming into the kingdom. Because God loves all his creation, not just the Jews. He wanted to begin with them as a sample. Then, through them, it will spread. Ephesians 2, 21-22 In him, the whole building is fitted together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together into a dwelling place for God in his spirit. So we are being built up in Christ by the word of God. The more we hear the word of God, we are being built up. The more we pray in tongues, the Bible says that when we pray in the spirit, that we edify ourselves. We are being built up in Christ to become a dwelling place for God in his spirit. And this can only happen when we are in Christ. Only in Christ can we find all these things. Only in Christ are all these things available for us. Ephesians 3, 6 This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are fellow heirs, fellow members of the body, and fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah! All the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ. Now we are fellow partakers with the Jews because we are now in Christ. We have received Christ. The promises can now be yes and amen because we are in Christ. We partake of these promises because we are in Christ. Being in Christ is the best thing that will happen to any human being. Being in Christ is the only way we can get stuff from the Father. Because all those promises in the Bible will now belong to us. Because we are in Christ. Hallelujah. What a good deal. Ephesians 3.12 In Him and through faith in Him, we may enter God's presence with boldness and confidence. We said earlier that because we are in Christ, we can now go to the Father because the Son has made the way. Jesus says that no one can come to the Father except through me. And no one can come to the Son except that the Father draws the person. So they walked hand in hand. The Father drew us to him and he took us to the Father. So in him and through faith in him, we can now come to the Father boldly and confidently, knowing that He sees us perfect in Christ, blameless and righteous, even if you just did the worst thing a few minutes ago. That does not encourage us to do bad things. When someone forgives you of all your bad things, you don't want to sin more. You want to please the person by doing the right things. But still being human, we will fall. So don't be surprised. God has dealt with sin once and for all. So he is not surprised that you failed. He has forgiven all of them. 
dust yourself up, get up and keep moving. Tell yourself, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I have been forgiven. Christ has forgiven me. Lord, I receive your forgiveness. I'm sorry for doing this. Help me not to do it again. Don't ever say, I will not do it again. You cannot in your own strength receive the forgiveness that has been purchased for you and the grace that abounds for us in him. And move on. God is not in bad mood that you failed. He knows what you're going to do tomorrow. But you are in Christ and he sees you perfect. So stop brooding over your past. God is not mad at you. He says your sins and your lawless deeds, he will remember no more. So go boldly to your father in the name of Jesus and get whatever you need. So we begin this Christian walk in Christ and end in Christ. You cannot walk well in Christ unless you first understand and accept who you are in Christ, who the Father has made you in Christ. Religion has taught us otherwise, that we have to, you know, walk our way to heaven. Do good, get good, do bad, get bad. No, that is not the good news. The good news is that another has taken all the bad that I deserve and gave me all the good that he is supposed to get. That's the good news. You are not in the process of being made righteous. You are already righteous, holy, perfect, complete, blameless in Christ. Your sins are not in the process of being washed away. No, your sins have been washed away 2,000 plus years ago. Past, present and future because you were not in existence 2,000 years ago. So those that will still be born that will receive Christ, this will be put in their account as well. Because Jesus is not just a human, he is a divine being. What he did 2,000 years ago can be efficacious even for those that are yet to be born, that will agree to receive him. You are seated in Christ with Christ in the heavenly places. So we live from there and fight from there. Ephesians 2 6 says, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So when you know that you are in Christ, you will grasp the truth that you are a born overcomer in Christ. You will enter every situation or challenge in your life with that mindset and you will win every time. We fight from rest and victory that our Lord has won for us. We are not fighting to win. We are enforcing the victory by speaking the winning word of God over every situation that comes our way. When any challenge, situation or odd circumstances come your way, you begin by reminding yourself who you are and what your Lord said that you can do in Him. For example, I am the righteousness of God in Christ and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. His grace is sufficient for me. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. I have been given authority over all the power of the enemy 
and nothing will in any way harm me. This will help you not to be afraid or intimidated by what is facing you because the enemy always comes with fear and he will be like, what are you going to do now? Look at this, look at that. But beginning your fight by reminding yourself who you are in Christ, who he says you are and what he has given you. That will equip you to go into that and win. Then after you say that, you ask the Holy Spirit in you what he wants you to do in this situation and do exactly that because every situation is not the same. Always get the word for the moment from him. Do not move until you hear from him. You can pray in tongues and wait on him and it will be well with you when you get that word and do exactly what he tells you. If he says wait, you wait. If he says take this and do this, you do that. If he says call this person and say this, do exactly what he tells you and you will win all the time. Knowing who we are in Christ empowers us to do what we are called to do. Before we do, we have to be. And you cannot be if you do not know who you are. You have to know who you are. Then you take possession of who you are and be who you are. Who God says you are. Be that person first. Then you can now do. When you do from who you are, you will be able to do it exactly the way God wants you to do it. You will win and win and win some more. So I will leave it here for today. It will be very nice if you can go back and read Ephesians. All the in him verses from chapter 1 to chapter 3 tells us who we are. Then from chapter 4, Paul began to tell us what to do. Because you cannot do except you know who you are. You have to be first. Then you do from the being. That's when it works wonders. So until I come your way next time, may the Lord continue to bless you and keep you. Continue to listen as we learn who we are in Christ and live this life that we have been called to live. Shalom. Shalom.